Los Angeles 2024 bid leader Casey Wasserman on this edition of ATR Radio. I'm Kevin Nutley. Thanks for joining us today. Sports leaders from around the world are currently gathered in Lausanne, Switzerland for the annual Sport Accord Convention. Delegations from each of the four cities bidding to host the 2024 Summer Olympics are making their presence felt by connecting with Federation leaders and IOC members. Around the Rings is on the scene at the annual convention where editor Ed Hula sat down for a chat with LA 2024 bid leader Casey Wasserman. Uh, what's, it, what's it like for you being here at, at Sport Accord? What are you folks trying to uh, accomplish, get, get across to the people here who are here? Uh, a whole lot of listening and learning. Uh, I don't think we're in a position to be selling today. I think we're in a position to, you know, uh, ask for advice, ask for perspective, get a sense of of people, and, and ultimately build relationships. This is a 15-month-from-now process that, you know, um, and it's a process. It's not a moment in time. So, you know, those relationships are built interaction by interaction up and around the Olympic family, and um, uh, an event like Sport Accord is just another opportunity for us to continue to build those relationships. Is it is it good for you that you don't have to worry about making a presentation here? Something formal gives you the chance just to work more quietly behind yeah, the scenes look, with I people. Think, I think uh, I think the sense that uh, three presentations uh, versus I think nine in the past or whatever it was is a significant um, benefit to the current bid cities to allow them to. One, obviously, um, continue to work on their domestic planning, if you will, and then to, when they travel to focus on building relationships as opposed to uh, preparing for presentations. Obviously, I wasn't a part of those, any of those bids, so I've got nothing to compare it to, but for those I've talked to, they clearly uh, are a little yeah. bit envious that uh, this time around we all only have three presentations. And the travel is supposed to be less, isn't it? Or it seems that any of the where there's a big media. <coughs> You have to have some sort of presence as an observer, someone on the sidelines. Yeah, again, I don't have anything to compare it to, but my sense is if there's a gathering, the, the bids will, will have a presence in some form or another, assuming that the IOC uh, is, gives us their blessing. Yeah. World championships, things like that, of course. Yeah, Obviously, you, yeah. You want, you want what, what are people asking about Los Angeles? It's a city everybody knows to one degree or another, and they know about it as the 1984 Olympic host, uh, a good a good reputation there, I think, for just about everybody. Uh, what, what do they want to know about the 2024 Olympic bid? Um, I think they want to understand a little bit about our, our perspective, not necessarily details of the plan, but our approach to hosting. Uh, I think it's important them to understand that how dramatically LA has changed in the last 30 years. Um, from maybe some of these people's the last time they experienced it was 1984. Uh, literally. So <clears throat> LA has obviously changed dramatically. Um, and this is the third time the US has bid uh, for the game. So we're very focused on, you know, telling uh, a U.S. story that obviously is uh, built around L.A., um, but this is a lot about the U.S. passion for the Olympics and hosting the Olympic Games. And so 
our job is to make people understand the new LA, if you will, um, the excitement of the population, not just in LA, which is obviously extraordinary, maybe even unprecedented, but in the country. And, you know, depending on who you talk to, the questions are, can be different, um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're really focused on, uh, you know, getting perspective and advice from others as opposed to, you know, doing most of the talking. Mm -hmm. Uh, anything that you tell them in particular about Los Angeles, if you like to remind them about or <laughs> make as part of your, 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 your pitch, your spiel? Well, I think the, if you start with two really, we think unique fundamentals, one, we have 88% public support, uh, for hosting the games. That is clearly a platform of community engagement that is spectacular. And then the other piece of our foundation is the city itself, both its sporting and non-sporting infrastructure, which has been um, almost entirely new since 1984. So this isn't about hosting the games because we host them in 84. This is about hosting the games because we're a city that embraces and wants the Olympics and has a passion for the Olympics and a city that is um, one of the great cities of the world with a unique sporting infrastructure and an unprecedented in America investment in its non-sporting infrastructure. You take that as a foundation that allows you to take advantage of the resources that Los Angeles and California have when it comes to storytelling and innovation and creativity. Uh, and we think that um, LA's bid is very much about connecting the Olympic Games with what's next and what a new generation of consumers is excited about. And all those companies and all those storytellers are based in California. That's, that's who we are, that's what we do, uh, and we think that that's a, um, a very um, exciting combination, and we hope that the members feel the same way. The, the idea of tapping into the communications industry, the entertainment industry in, in California is, <coughs> you think, a really important part of what you offer? A part. I mean, it's a part. Look, it's who we are, right? I mean... Most people don't think about Los Angeles without naturally thinking about the media industry. Um, but you wouldn't be here today necessarily without. Fair enough. I probably I probably wouldn't be. Uh, and so you think about that, and you think about the technology industry. I mean, it's it's as I always tell people, you know, Apple, uh, uh, Google, Facebook, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Qualcomm, Broadcom, Intel, you know, you know, Tesla, SpaceX. It's not an accident that those companies are all in California, and many of them are in Southern California. It's not. It's it's very much the culture of who we are and what we do in in California, and that optimism and innovation and creativity, that is who we are as Californians. Uh, we think is something that can be very powerful for the Olympic movement. You uh, you took part a. 
in, in a as a spectator in the 1984 I did Olympics I did what do you what do you remember about that experience what, what was it like for you you know it was uh, our, our city was a, a magical place during those two weeks it really was um, you were how old I was 10 so an impressionable well, I, was, I was 11 I guess I had just turned 11 but an impressionable age for sure no question but uh, the engagement of fans in the in the city, the, uh, the the complete lack of traffic, the uh, excitement, the, it was literally a magical time. I don't know any other way to describe it. It was a magical time in our city. Did you what what events did you oh, get to see? I, to, you, I was fortunate enough to go to a lot of events. I I distinctly remember opening ceremonies. I uh, remember uh, gymnastics and Mary Lou Redden. I remember. Um, you know, uh, Zola Bud and Mary Decker and Edwin Moses and Carl Lewis and baseball at Dodger Stadium and, you know, the outdoor velodrome at Cal State Dominguez Hills, which is now mm -hmm. StubHub Center. And, you know, it was a really, really tennis at UCLA, which was an exhibition sport. It was... My father was an umpire at those, really? at those matches. Yeah. So it was an incredible, incredible time and, and I loved every second of it. Was your grandfather involved he with was, the orga organizing committee? He was one of the three chairs, yeah. And did you uh, interact with him? Or did he yeah, tell you I any went, stuff about... Well, I mean, I went to a lot of events with him during, yeah. during that time. And uh, I guess uh, the idea that you'd be sort of following in his footsteps is <coughs> kind of interesting, unique. Yeah, not, I mean, look, I don't spend any time thinking about that, I think. If, if my grandfather preached one thing, it was I should be making my own footsteps. Um, and I think the thing that would make him happiest is, you know, that how much passion I have for this and that I'm pursuing it and pursuing it with all I have. And, you know, he was much less interested in the, in the what and much more interested in the how. Mm -hmm. Just to, could you talk about the need to get, you know, federal government involvement where that stands? in the middle of a presidential election with that kind of uncertainty? Yeah, I guess in, in, in many ways, um, you know, the, the, the engagement with the federal government um, today has been pretty limited. Uh, obviously, you know, in, in our system of government, um, um, it's not about getting this Congress to commit to something for 2024. It's about staying engaged uh, with all areas of the federal government who will be um, necessary to execute an event at the scale of the Olympics. And some of that is necessary in the bidding process and some of that wouldn't be obviously necessary until uh, <coughs> until we were fortunate enough to have won and, and be in hosting mode or, or execution mode. So obviously, look, our, our, our government uh, approach starts at home, starts in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, it starts with our city council, our mayor, it obviously then extends to the surrounding areas around LA. Uh, we've got tremendous support. Uh, all 88 mayors of the surrounding cities have, support, have supported us proactively. Uh, obviously, beyond that, uh, we look to the state of California where obviously I was in Sacramento last week. And their support uh, was clear and, and uh, effusive. Um, and so, you know, our view is that's our home base in Los Angeles and California. 
uh, that support will be fundamental to uh, any and every commitment we need to make to deliver this bid and then engaging with the federal government's really an ongoing process. Signature. And do you need anything else from the city in terms of uh, well, they financial have guarantees? To, they have to approve the host city contract. So which that, is in the third delivery form. Yeah. Right, which is going through their process in the city government. Mm -hmm. And you have a copy of the <coughs> city contract? Yeah. Okay, yes, we do. Yeah. You know, and, and it consistently is asked about whether Los Angeles, whether a U.S. bid can produce the same kind of guarantees to match what Paris, Rome, Budapest has on offer. Do you think you'll be able to do that effectively? We, we, we think that the, uh, that the economic size of Los Angeles and California are pretty significant, um, certainly on par with any of those countries, and we think that the guarantee that will be behind our bid will be... Um, as financially significant and meaningful as any bid. Um, you are spending some time on marketing. You have a marketing director for the bid. Sometimes there isn't really a clearly defined role for a marketing person. What what is the the what are you trying to put together as far as marketing the LA bid? Is it preparatory as well for winning? And what, what do you do after that? Well, I mean. Look, arguably everything we're doing is about marketing, right? Where it's about telling a story. Uh, and being coordinated and consistent in that storytelling from communications to athlete relations to civic engagement to political engagement to international relations. It's all marketing. So, you know, our view is that it uh, requires a coordinated effort and that requires resources. Not just in L.A. You have to make it a, a national national campaign, a, a national uh, well, I think you're taking the term marketing more literally than I do, right? So this is not about making ads to tell our story. This is about marketing in any and every sense of the word, in the broadest sense of the word. And obviously, you know, we believe that uh, the United States is bidding for the Olympics. They happen to be doing it in L.A., uh, but this is a United States bid. And, um, you know, so our engagement, just like we have athlete. Um, meetings, town halls in Florida, and we'll have them probably in all 50 states by the time this is over with. And um, this is a national effort. Uh, our partner is the United States Olympic Committee, not not something else. And uh, and so we're focused on on being as consistent and coordinated in our efforts to communicate what we're doing. And mm -hmm. uh, in, in the idea of getting athletes all around the country to be involved with the bid. Uh, important step in the way you communicate? Obviously, athlete, athlete engagement, athlete feedback um, is, is an important part of our bid, and, and we're fortunate to have athletes, uh, Olympic athletes all over our country, uh, members of the Olympic athlete community, if you will, so coaches, family, support staff, um, and it's important for us to engage the broadest sense of that community. And what about Olympians from 1984? <laughs> We've got lots of those too, so there's no question that uh, they're a part of our conversation. Yeah. So. Thank you very much for joining us today on ATR Radio. That was our editor, Ed Hula, reporting from the Olympic Capitol, where the world's largest business-to-business -business convention, Sport Accord, is currently underway. Be on the lookout for more Sport Accord coverage from around the rings until the convention comes to a close on April 22nd. I'm Kevin Nutley. Thanks for listening.